folks, and welcome to the Zoo Nation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis. Now joining me today on the show is Chris Maxwell. Chris is the Executive Director of the South Dakota Ag Foundation, and he will share some information with us about the South Dakota Ag Foundation and its impact to producers in the state. Thank you very much for taking the time to stop by the podcast here, Chris. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So to start off with, some folks might not be familiar with the South Dakota Ag Foundation. How did it start and what's its history? It was founded in 2016, but really started a, a couple years before that and, and really came out of some leaders across the state, both uh, private sector as well as in state government. And with big leadership out of former Secretary Lucas Lynch, uh, Department of Ag Secretary, uh, really trying to envision how do we have as big an impact on the future of the ag industry in South Dakota as we can. And they saw an opportunity and a place where we could really have a big focus on philanthropy and agriculture and how we can invest back in the future of the industry. And so building off of what was a path already kind of trod by the South Dakota Community Foundation and the opportunity that they saw there to build out an, an entity that could really give back to the future of the state, could could really focus on what are the places where we need investment and we need to lift up to ensure a successful future of our industry and then also leverage what is going to be and and is today an enormous uh, transfer of wealth that's going on across all of the nation, uh, but in South Dakota as well. And as that's happening, how do we have places for people to get back to their legacy and to get back to agriculture through that? A lot of what you focus on with the Ag Foundation is grants, correct? Yes, absolutely. So that's how we give back. And and, uh, the goal there is really to invest in, you know, what matters most for the industry today with a vision towards investing in the future at the same time. Okay. So is that investment done mostly to individuals, through organizations? How does that work? Yeah. So our grants, we have two grant programs. One is our uh, building rural community grants. And, and those are those go out to uh, primarily 4-H and FFA organizations. And, and it really uh, helps and supports them in building their rural communities and think how they're investing in their current membership and, and helping support programming that they're doing, helping support literally uh, the building of their local fairgrounds and fixing up of things, how they're engaging and giving back to their community and supporting different projects throughout their community, whether it's parks or um, different activities that are going on. It really is meant to support how those different uh, 4-H and FFA chapters are engaging in their community. Uh, the other piece in our Ag Innovator grants and stand it out a little bit more to be focused just in general on ag education and leadership education across South Dakota. And so for those grants, we've supported the expansion and growth of South Dakota ag in the classroom, uh, supported and partnered with getting more uh, NRCS soil buckets into different places across the state supported South Dakota Ag and Rural Leadership with some programming, the Central Plains Dairy Foundation, and some of their work at uh, community engagement. And just across the board, been supporting projects in agriculture. And really, how are we investing in the future of agriculture? And that's our youth, and that's leadership. Well, it's really intriguing. Maybe you could pull out one of these incidences where you were able to invest in something that was a bit unique, a bit different than what most people would think of when we think of investing in agriculture. Good question. You know, I think of uh, 
Well, I, I used the one example already. I think it's a great one in that how South Dakota Ag in the Classroom has been evolving to become a much more digital option and able to, to spread it out and, and bring it to the entire state in a different way to be able to be delivered to almost every school across the state and to be delivered to all of our students in different ways. I just think thinking differently about how we engage in both educating our youth in the ag industry and those that are closely connected to it alongside of um, educating those that might not be as closely connected to the ag industry or who are becoming further and further away from the core of the ag industry. And we at the Ag Foundation just really believe that we're all in this together. All of us as South Dakotans, uh, we have to tell our story. We have to lift each other up together. And I just think that's a good example of how an organization thought differently about how we engaged our youth in ag education and, and youth in education as a whole across South Dakota. Yeah, I agree. It is really a great and unique program. It is so intriguing when you say that distance, too. We, we think of that distance being people who are physically removed from farming and ranching. But even within our small farming and ranching communities, it's so interesting how many people are, should I say, either mentally removed or, or culturally removed, perhaps is a way to put it, that really don't understand what farming and ranching entails on a daily basis, even though they're surrounded by it just two miles outside of city limits. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I think sometimes we just, and all of us naturally lean towards it. Uh, we start to start to either not see things or start to take certain things for granted. Or, you know, frankly, many times we just never talked about it and it never never came up in conversation or, or we weren't engaged in it. And, and I'll use myself as a perfect example, you know, growing up in Parkston, South Dakota, uh, growing up on Main Street in town, kind uh, kind of the town kid. But you know, so many of my friends growing up on the farm and, and I was the kid who went out and helped with chores and visited. And, you know, I'm a couple generations uh, off of the farm from my family originally. And I had a perspective just because of kind of my father's community engagement and, and some of that perspective he gave me. But I most certainly didn't have a, a good full understanding of the dynamics that were going on around me and, and how much agriculture was in the fabric of my life growing up. And I think there's just some natural divides that happen with the the old thought of city limits and the separation there. And, and that's the goal of the Ag Foundation is how do we blur those lines? How do we take those lines away and bring us all together around kind of common things that matter most to all of us? Absolutely. And to accomplish something like this, it really requires a lot of strong leadership, wouldn't you say? It absolutely doesn't. You know, I should have started with that of where the start of the foundation, you know, we had some some fantastic, wonderful leadership. We've had, you know, all of the the last four or five secretaries of agriculture involved in what we've been doing. Uh, strong leadership from being willing to get in and donate and support and financially get behind what we're doing. You know, uh, First Dakota National Bank and Farm Credit Service got in right away and, and really were initial lead donors. And then Dakota Bank and Valley Queen and Legend Seeds. And they're just there was a strong set of leaders that got in out of the gate and got behind everything that we were doing. And but then it was the rest of the industry coming in around it. It was uh, the South Dakota Community Foundation and Governor Dugard stepping up and and doing a challenge matching challenge grant 
to us and poet stepping up and matching that as the first donor to it uh, really a strong set of leaders that said we need to take the time to step back and think about what are the kind of organizations we need to build today that's going to be there for us 30 years down the road it's the old shelter belt analogy or or, or story of when's the best time to build a shelter belt you know 30 years ago or today and you can think of the Ag Foundation as that. And if we can, in 30 years, achieve some of the things that the South Dakota Community Foundation has been able to do alongside of them as partners, we're, you know, we're a fund with underneath of them. If we can be the kind of force that they are today uh, in 10, 20, 30 years, uh, we'll have been successful. It, but it'll take time. It takes leadership. It takes visionary people willing to step back and think about what matters most. And and that's what we're trying to do is think big about what we're doing and then also give to those community projects that are fixing up the fairgrounds and talking to our youth about leadership and the future of our communities and, and doing the right things today to invest in tomorrow. You've mentioned a lot of different things, but maybe to focus what your focuses are for our listenership, what are the board's priorities, and then what things are they focusing on within those priorities? Yeah, absolutely. So our board, our priorities as an organization are to focus on education, and that really is you know, human capital and the, and the future of our industry. And that's why we started with those youth ag education grants. Our focus is to think about industry diversification and development. So what does that look like for the future of South Dakota and how can we engage? And, and of course, have, as we have more dollars and as we grow, there'll be more opportunities to invest in different projects. But what does that look like for the future of the state? We also have just a, a focus on conservation and around working lands conservation and and how we support projects in that space and and uh, that NRCS grant is a good example of those soil buckets and, and how we really un- understand that and then just the overall promotion and service to the industry and thinking about how we unify the ag industry and how we can be a place where the industry comes together to unite around common visions and common goals and so those are the pillars we're doing our grant work that we have today. That's just the start. Those are just examples of what's possible. We really think that there is a huge future and a huge opportunity to grow in front of us. And now it's just about getting people on board. It's about people willing to come alongside of us and, and support some of our current programming and help us think big about what our future programming uh, should look like. And then being willing to invest in us and give to the things that we're talking about here and help us uh, put even more gas in the tank of this uh, vehicle we got moving down the road. You know, for our listeners out there, a lot of folks are just independent farmers and they may like what they're hearing, but not really know exactly how they can get involved on their own personal level. What would you tell them that they could do in order to be able to get involved? Well, I would tell them that if they'd like to get involved, reach out to us, uh, reach out to the Ag Foundation. Uh, we're looking for participation and, and involvement where they have an opportunity. As we've said, we love people who have an ability to give $25 a year to support our activities and $2,500 a year, $25,000. Uh, you know, we are looking to get as many people engaged and involved in what we're doing to be a part of the good that we're able to do and the giving back that we're able to do. And so there's absolutely an opportunity for them to get on board and do that. But then I also, for us, we really just want everybody to start a conversation 
conversation around giving in agriculture and what leaving a legacy means. And as we think about the transition that's going to be happening, just each each individual producer, uh, as they think about that for themselves, as well as as they think about it as a whole, what are we giving back to and what are we investing in and, and what are we leaving for a legacy, both within our own families and our own operations, but also as an industry and how we can unite together around the things that matter most to us. And so we want to have them reach out to us. We want to get involved. We want to be sitting at people's kitchen tables, just talking to them about what matters. And that'll build relationships and that'll build the right conversations today that will turn into the right projects and the right partnerships in the future. And so we would just love it if they would, uh, you know, go to the sdagfoundation.org and check us out, uh, reach out to us. Uh, we'll be reaching out. We'll be at Dakota Fest. We'll be at the State Fair. We're going to be in out and around and, and uh, um, in front of people. And, and we want to just start conversations and see how we can work on the things that matter most to the industry. Well, excellent, Chris. And thank you very much for taking the time to come over by the podcast and let people know about the South Dakota Ag Foundation. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. And thank you to all our listeners out there. Y'all take care, folks. 